You are listening to John Gerica on SFM. Poet, internationally acclaimed author, the bard of liberation and struggle icon Donato Francesco Matera, commonly known as Bradon, was born in Westbury on this day in 1935, grew up in Sofia Town, and died on the 18th of July this year. Published more than 15 books, received numerous awards and honours internationally, and as I said, today is his birthday. We pay homage to this great literary, literary man of the world. We're joined by his daughter, Don Matera's daughter, Snowy Matera. First of all, condolences, Snowy, but also a celebration of his life today. Thank you so much, for for reaching out and for um, the recognition and remembrance. Uh, tell us about it, it's a fascinating heritage of Bradon with his uh, with an Italian immigration grandfather. Well, tell us that story. Yeah. So his uh, grandfather was from a village um, called Ischia in Italy, and he came to South Africa um, in 1904, and he landed in uh, Port Elizabeth, and that's where he met my great-grandmother, a Khoisan Klosa woman, Tandeka Mini Khawana, and uh, they were later married and had a child. You, you still there, Snowy? No, yes. Oh, yeah. Could uh, you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, you broke up. They had eight children. Yeah, so they had eight children. Mm-hmm. So the Italian, Paolo Francesco Matera, um, as I said, um, was an immigrant that landed in Port Elizabeth in 1904, where he met. Don's grandmother, uh, the Khoisan Khosa woman mm. called uh, Tandeka Mini Khawana, and they had um, later gotten married and had eight children. Uh, tell us what was it like, Snowy, because uh, you and, and your brother, uh, Don Matera, uh, had, you, you, it, it says here, and I, I'm going to use the word and I find it crass, but you were classified it's as. My ca- dad. Yeah, so, okay, so classified. Paolo's father, Paolo, or Don's father, Paolo, was born and it classified as Italian. But Don Matera, and I'm assuming you as well, Snowy, were classified as colored. What was it like to have to go through that during the apartheid times? Okay, so let me just uh, get the, the, the names and that correct for you. Okay. So Don's okay. grandfather was the Italian. Okay. And he had Don's father um, was Pasquale pa- Matera. Yeah. Right. And he, Paolo was the, the immigrant. Oh, okay. And yeah, but the confusion there may happen thus because the grandfather had adopted grand, uh, his grandson Don as his child. So that's where people get a bit of confusion. Okay, what was it? What was it like? What was it like living in a, in an Italian Cosa household? Okay, so the household would have then been in the 1940s. Before then, it was just a normal mixed household. There Mm. was no colored classification. The colored classification only happened after 1948. Then the offspring of the Italian Cosa and Khoisan were classified as colored. And when the family was removed, forcibly removed, from Sophia Town um, 
to various areas, the materials were moved to Westbury, so to the place where coincidentally he was originally born. Mm. So he was born in Western Native Township, later renamed Western Colored Township, mm. and apartheid. Westbury is a new name. So uh, obviously the family would then have been split because half of Don's family was Swana, mm. okay, from his mat- maternal side, mm. was Swana, and on his dad's side was the Khoisan, uh, an Italian mixture that was then classified as colored. Sure. So um, uh, your question is, how was life under, or how was life living as colored? Well, with, with, with the whole being split up and, and having all those different categories being thrown upon you. Okay, so obviously I was only born in 1962. I'm Don's child, so I was not in the mix of the immediate move. I was born just after the move. Right. But what my dad writes about is the difficulty that happened then was that half the family was... Uh, or his family on the Italian side was now classified as colored, mm. and his grandfather was still alive. He was an Italian. He was given the choice to remain in Sophia town as a white man, and his offspring were, were supposed to be moved to uh, what is now called Westbury. And the Italian man had to make the difficult choice. Uh, to to get himself what they then called declassified mm. as a colored in order to move with his family. But the consequences thereof was that uh, him taking now a colored classification meant that he lost all the rights that white people had and now was classified under colored, mm. meaning that all the businesses he had the rights to live in, but he's now a white suburb was taken away, and he, through that action, lost mm. most of his wealth. Let's let's go let's go back to your brother uh, Don uh, Bradon. He became a journalist and he started writing, a prolific writer. How important that background you've just told us? How important is that, or or was it his current everyday living that he was writing poetry about and writing his books about? Okay, just another correction. There, it's my dad. Okay? Oh, sorry, your dad. So sorry, I'm, sorry, your I'm, daughter. I keep yeah. I keep reading this wrong. Sorry, my fault. Yeah. You're, you're the daughter. Okay, so your no your <laughs> your your dad's your dad's writing and your dad's poetry. Did it come from that background, or was it uh, was that irrelevant? And he was focusing on today's issues. Okay, so initially, um, Don's um, upbringing in Sophiatown, um, and then later boarding school. Um, Catholic boarding school, he says he wrote his first, first poem at age uh, eight or nine. Mm. He, he wrote his first poem. He was influenced there by the nuns uh, and encouraged to read. And so that is what formed the foundation of his writing prowess or skill. Mm. And later on, he became a journalist. And so naturally, living in places like Town with social challenges and difficulties. Um, he was a gangster in his youth that had transformed 
with the influence of people like O.R. Tambo, he became then um, an, an activist. Um, so the best way for him to, to fight or to talk was through his mm. writing. And that is what uh, he used his poetry for, mm. was the spoken word as a tool uh, for, to fight for the liberation of our people. Snowy, just quickly, we've got like a minute. Tell us a little bit more about the Don Matera Legacy Foundation. What are, what are you and, and the rest of the foundation doing to commemorate and remember Bradon? Um, the foundation has really been very busy. They've launched uh, last year the, the first lecture. Uh, we've just published a book titled Of Mind, Heart and Soul. The, the, the launch will be just published. The launch will be in February. And then we're busy working on another poetry collection titled The Child. A lot of Don's work is unpublished. There's a whole series mm. that will be published mm. and then there's um we're working through uh, in conjunction with um or sponsored by the how how train um there'll be the lecture series that continues uh Balo world also has sponsored um and commissioned um they've commissioned documentaries the foundation is also working in co- collaboration with Joda Theatre. They'll be assisting young scriptwriters uh, in a competition um, to 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 scriptwrite plays. Uh, yeah, we also sponsor community uh, sporting programs mm. in Eldos and other sure. places. So yes, the, the foundation is hard at work to try and keep this legacy alive and um, through through publication of his work mm. and continued um, involvement with community like Don's life was. Right, Snowy, we need to leave it there. Snowy Matera, Don Matera's daughter. Apologies, I thought it was uh, Don Matera's sister. It's not. Snowy Matera's Don Matera's daughter joining us there about the legacy of Pradon. It's one minute past five.